The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. Greetings, podcasters. Welcome to your download for this week. There's loads coming up in the next half an hour or so, including the results of this week's What Would You Do Wednesday. Uh, We've got two editions of the world-famous radio game. Uh, How many, if any? When I say world-famous, it's... Just world famous in my head, I suppose. Uh, and also, lots of usual gubbins from my world. In fact, we'll start with some of that, shall we? Check this out. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. If you've just tuned in about 20 minutes ago, I thought I was weird. However, the mass amount of text messages that have come in have made me feel a whole lot better. Thank you very much for this. Thing is, some of these text messages are quite they are quite sad. Some of them are borderline hermits. A lot of them are driven out of actual fear of bad things rather yeah. than fear of having to have a conversation with someone they've not met. Fear is fear, fear Rossi. to walk to the door. Fear is fear. That's all I'm saying. If you just tuned in, currently speaking, about not answering your front door, I just never do it. If bell goes and I'm in, I just don't answer it. Can't but it bothered. could be somebody that you know. Well, as I found out this week, in. it's quite important. My missus has ordered something from a catalogue and I decided not to answer the door and she'd be waiting for two two days for it. She can, go, she can go to the post office for it. Other people on the text door are agreeing with me. What's the, uh, you know. One here says, I've not answered my door in six years. We've <laughs> disconnected the landline and only answer my mobile if it's somebody I know. I just don't like other people in general. Good work, Ollie. That sounds a bit like That's you. society for you nowadays. <laughs> Good work, I like it. Sarah in Warrington says, if she does eventually answer the door, she just pretends she's the babysitter and knows nothing about the house, <laughs> which is quite a good idea. Um, another one here says... Um, That's brilliant. Oh, God. This is from Debbie and Wigan. My friend didn't open the door once and peered through the spy hole naked, watching a guy keep on knocking. What she didn't expect was for him to look through the letterbox <laughs> at just the right height to see her bits. OMG. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't do it naked. I don't look through the letterbox naked or anything like that, people. I make sure I'm fully clothed. <laughs> Let's go to the phones and find out what people are saying. Morning, matey. Hey, all right. With yeah, regards good. to you not answering the door. You sound like a man that doesn't answer the door. I don't, I don't answer the door and I don't answer the phone. Good lad. Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you have any other human contact outside of the house? <laughs> yeah, with my wife and kids, but when they're there, I don't answer the door. Good lad. You see, this is how <laughs> I operate, you know what I mean? If they're in the four walls, I'll talk to them. If they're not, clear Well, we're never going to get in the four walls if Exactly, and that's the way I like it. It's like Fort Knox at my house. <laughs> if, if my wife and kids are out and the door goes, it's for one of them, so what's the point in answering the door? Because I know they're not in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Absolutely spot on. Good lad. You take care, mate. Bye bye. All right. See you later. Bye. Hi, Rock FM. Hi. I'm guilty of looking who it is first as well. Good work. Do you do it via a spy hole or do you go upstairs like I do? Go upstairs I've to got upstairs window. I've blinds to hide behind. <laughs> 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 and I've actually given certain family members a secret knock so I know it's them. <laughs> That's a great idea. That's what I should do. You should get a secret knock going. <laughs> can, can, There's a certain place that they have to knock, so I know it's a family member. Right. Can, can you give us the sound? What's the sound like? Because a normal knock would be something like knock, knock, knock. What's the, what's it go like? Instead of the door, it's the front window. They're, oh right, they have to tap on the front window, right? Nice. No. <laughs> nice skills. Good work, my darling. Take care. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye.
I like that. No, but I don't know why you're agreeing with that, because you don't even want family members round. You just no, want to I, be just, on your I, own. Just, I just want to make them do something random, like whistle in my letterbox or something like that. That'd be quite funny. <laughs> Maybe sing me a song. <laughs> Still not answering it, though. Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. <laughs> Time to get stuck into some What Would You Do Wednesday. The brief synopsis of this week's letter has come from a lady who has been scorned, let's just say, by somebody in the public eye. They were seeing each other for some time, This uh, our letter writer and the famous person. However, they split up earlier on this year, and then after the split up, our letter writer found out that the person that they were seeing in the public eye has indeed got themselves a fiancé. Yeah, you say split up, but they were never boyfriend-girlfriend, were well, they? Well, they kind of, you know, they no, were, these were, they were dating. I quote, were... we went on a couple of naughty weekends. That's mm. pretty much, I wouldn't yeah, take someone away I wasn't seeing. I wouldn't take on. them on holiday. Yeah, man, that's full on, is that? Anyway, she's trying to gauge uh, some public opinion on this one. Should she? Stay quiet. Uh, you're putting your reputation at stake with uh, with with coming out into the public and, and grassing this particular person up. Should she be uh, tell his fiance, all right, uh, or should she see forget the fiance bit and get to the papers? Go make some dough out of this whole situation. The distinguishing thing there is either do it privately to save the fiance from pain or cash in like me and Adam would, isn't it? Cash in. Well, I don't think you're taking know. it seriously Why though, by not? saying that. <laughs> all right then. We 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 said earlier on, right, that obviously me and Rossi were cashing in. The most blokes would probably want to cash in, all right? We were looking for female opinion on this. What are the people on the well, text saying? Look how people like Rebecca Lewis are seeing now and stuff like that. She's uh, a rich lady. We've got an A here from Pete who says, what goes on tour stays on tour. Yes, Pete! Pete! Uh, there's a, another A here from Catherine Chorley who says, chalk it up as experience and hold your head high. Don't get dragged into other people's problems. You had a lucky escape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do that when you're going so into your overdraft. Get into this. This A is what I quiet, wasn't it? B, um, who was uh, tell the fiance? I think B, because if you really want to hurt him, you need to be careful you don't hurt his fiance even more than she already will be. If you sold your story, half the world would know before she does, and it's not a nice situation to be in. And then C, for sell the story, the stinking celeb needs to be shamed. He'll move on to the next girl, leaving his fiance none the wiser. Sell it, get some cash, and you can warn other ladies at the same time. Is that coming from Adam? In, oh, it's no, come from Michelle. Michelle, right? I thought that were mine. You haven't read mine out there. There you go. That's all right, C. We've got a nice little balance there. But I reckon, come on, C's. That's what I say. Let's go to the phones and find out what people say. Morning, Cocker. Hello. About the story you've just been telling. Yeah. I would so do B. B? B. All right. You wouldn't You wouldn't make any money on it, but you'd still think that you need to tell the missus, do you? Yeah, because if it was the other way around and my other half did that to me, I'd castrate him. <laughs> I, do you know... Well, I've got to admit, these are the thoughts of the caller on the line and not that of Adam at breakfast. <laughs> do you know, I completely agree with you if you're in that woman's position, but then this bloke's probably gone off and done this with loads of other people. You're generalising now. You. You're generalising. <laughs> and, and his relationship with that woman, you don't know anything about it, do you? So you just sort of keep out of it. What You, you can't really cause trouble if you don't know what's going on. Well, you do know what's gone on because you've probably got, you know, got photos and stuff from yeah. the, uh, the weekend. Yeah. You know, it's not, he's not going to let you take. And photos, these type of people, he? videos and stuff like that, <laughs> get it in the papers. You don't know what these sleds are like. They all like sending naked pictures. Exactly, of all of them. Generalising, all of them. That's what they do. <laughs> so why wouldn't you take the money? Why wouldn't you go for the money option? I just wouldn't want to be that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd have to do one of them photo shoots in your underwear, wouldn't you, and get yourself in. <laughs> S- 
spread across the centre pages. Yeah, you'd have to do that, kid. <laughs> I don't mind getting my underwear and spreading myself across centre pages for a few quid. Listen, I, I just wouldn't want to be seen as that rat person, the one that's just trying to make money off a celebrity. I wouldn't like to be it. Don't worry, it's tomorrow's fish paper. Get yourself in there. <laughs> have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Go on, we'll take one more. Hi, Rocket FM. Hiya. Hiya. Hello. Hello, is this my main man? Yeah. Come on, Reese. Here he goes. He's here every week here. Just in case you are a first time listener, Reese is here every week to cast his eyes uh, all over the What Would You Do Wednesday. How old are you, Reese? I'm 10. 10 years of age, and he is a bit of a buddy. Go on, mate. What do you think? She went to know that he had a fiance, so I'm going to say C. Come on, Reese. <laughs> because, <laughs> Reese, tell me why. Money is more important than relationships. <laughs> <laughs> As your catchphrase goes. Listen, you have a wonderful day, my friend. Hello. See you now. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. I've just had an idea for our next marketing campaign. Forget the All Right Cocker t-shirt. We need a money is more important than relationships <laughs> t-shirt with Reese's face on it. That's what we need to be doing. Right, let's get to the results of What Would You Do Wednesday for this week. In third place with 12% of the public vote is A, stay quiet. <sighs> In second place with 31% of the public vote is B. Tell the fiancé privately. So that means with 57% of the public vote, sell that story. Make some cheddar. Come on. The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. If you have just tuned in, currently speaking about a pastime that I share with Katy Perry. We like to pull our faces at um, innocent children as we go around supermarkets and various Can we just stores. add that yeah. the nasty faces not like growling? Faces. They're not like nice smiley ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which makes that's, it that's, wrong. That's a bit different. It's what? a bit different to nice smiley faces. What other faces are there? Nice ones, not growling ones. I like to go for the tongue pull out and, you know, the uh, the gruffle look as I scare toddlers <laughs> in their uh, mum's trolleys as we're going round the Asda. Somebody what are they saying on the text? Well, do people agree? And there's, I reckon there's a lot of people doing this. Come on. Well, there's some. But there's also <laughs> lots of people accusing you of being strange, weird. Uh, it's quite sad, really. Just because nobody your age takes you seriously, you have to take it out on innocent <laughs> children, is another one. Uh, Rachel has been burnt by it. I do it, got caught by the mother. She did it back to me and said, how do you like it? I, can't, I would kind of like it. If I was going down the aisle and somebody's mum pulled a face at me, I'd laugh at them. It'd be great. Gailin Whittle says you could be scaring them for life, but she's still loving the show despite its sick Thanks. presenter. That's all right. And, despite um, what? It's sick presenter. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go to the phones, see if I can get some support on there? What you say, mate? Right, well, what I'm saying is, I pulled a face one day, kid, in Asda, near where I live, and a little kid was so scared, he ran off to his mum and fell over on some water. Skipping oh. on some water and it fell over. Because I pulled a growly face. I hope you Sorry. felt like a very bad man. <laughs> See, consequences of these actions. Well, you know oh, what I mean? No. You couldn't have predicted that, mate. Don't feel bad about yourself. <laughs> no, I don't. I've got two kids myself. If somebody pulled a face at one of my kids, it's one of them, isn't it? You have to take the rough with the smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take the rough with the smooth. Oh, exactly. Of course you do. Of course that, you do. That's how it is. What type of faces are we doing? Are we doing full-on growls? Or are we just doing oh, the, yeah, the old tongue pull out? I love this. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people saying that you could be uh, damaging the, the the child's emotional well-being. But on the flip side, maybe you're teaching it a lesson in life not to go it, near men like you two. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're doing a we're doing a nice service to society. <laughs> Have a great day, man. Take care. Bye bye. See, he knows the score. Hi, Rocket Fan. Hi, Adam. It's Trisha. Oh, I hope. Hey, I hope. Hey, I did that the other week. Stop that bus at the Hartwood Light traffic lights. Hartwood all at Chorley. Yeah. This kid in the car, and I was looking out at window, go up in the 
was kids looking up at me and I stuck my tongue out at him and we ended up having a competition. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there not realising where I were. Thumbs on temples, fingers waving in the air, tongue sticking out, screwing faces and everything. And then when they went off towards motorway and I went off towards home. And then I turned around and just sat there like a lady again. <laughs> and then I realised where I were and I thought, you stupid idiot. <laughs> exactly. Hey, You've summed it, it up good? well. Isn't it good? It's great, isn't it? makes it? you feel smart. It oh, makes you feel good. Oh, I, I felt great that night. <laughs> I was laughing all the way home. <laughs> White court's time. It's got to be... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, you. Yeah, bye. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> Trisha's on my side, I'm all right. Hey, Rock FM. Hiya. Um, I'm with Adam on this. You have to laugh at kids and, <laughs> you know, pull faces and, yeah, laugh at them in cars and everything. It's yeah, the law. Exactly. Yeah, but are you laughing with them or are you... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's yeah, funny, isn't I, it? I work with kids. It was a horrible little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love this woman. Can't yeah, she's there. Like there's, there's the laughing in the first place. Do you ever growl at them deliberately yeah. with the intention? Yeah, <laughs> Well, I was trying. To, I was trying to save you there, but no, no, no need for saving. This lady knows the score. You've got to growl, aren't you, every now and yeah. again? Do you know what the best thing to do is supermarkets? Though we do it all the time. You know when you get all the grumpy people that are going round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put something random in the trolley. In their trolley? <laughs> in their trolley. Hold <laughs> on, you are the grumpy person going round the supermarket oh, no. pulling we faces. We go around having a laugh. Exactly, that's what you've got um, to do. Whizzing down the aisles on the trolley and all sorts. My daughter is embarrassed to go to the shop with me. Yeah, man. 14. That's what you've got to do. She won't come with me anymore. Well, then why do you pull nasty faces at the kids in supermarkets? Because it's fun, get it? It's not! Well, do it, it's no, fun. Just do it. It's yeah, fun. She's got to do it. There you go. Have a go and I- see. It's good. You come out with a smile on your face. <laughs> I think this is really strange. Have a great day, my dear. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You're going to be trying it. I promise you 100% I'm not going to be trying to scare kids to get off on it. It's stupid. It's not. It's not. I, I've come round to the idea. Yeah. Well, oh, Ross, don't you... Well, them, them last two ladies made it sound really good fun. No! As you're skating around on your trolley, pull the face, you know what I mean? You're in part of it, gang. You'll come out at shopping experience fulfilled, mm. trust me. <laughs> the Adam at Breakfast Podcast. <laughs> If you've only just tuned in, let's tell you what I was up to yesterday. Uh, Michelle asked me to go to the doctors to find out a few problems. No, with... you've created this. I didn't ask you to go to the doctors. Mm. You so anyway, fancy her a bit as well. Just that's a touch, why. yeah, she's quite nice. Uh, so I decided to contact one of the best doctors around, Dr. Dawn Harper, uh, from uh, Channel 4's TV show, Embarrassing Bodies, which you can catch on Channel 4 Friday nights at 9 o'clock. Okay. Uh, now, with it being breakfast time, I didn't think talking about fungus and stuff like that would be nice. So, I decided to test her knowledge of embarrassing phobias. Alright? I gave her the name of ten real-life phobias. How many did she know what they were a fear of? Michelle, what is your guess? Ten. Remember, she's a... Ten? I'm saying ten. Ah. Like, I think you're, you've got a weird mind. You'll have thought of some really weird ones, but yeah. I guess she's probably had to learn them at some point, maybe. Do you think? I mean, she's a doctor of bodies and stuff like that. Do you reckon she knows doctors oh. of the mind? Is she a phobia type of person? Oh, I'm going to st- stick with my All team, right, all right. Rossi? See, a lot of them you can break down if you know, like, yeah. sort of Latin names or mm. whatever that like, prefix them. Some of them are obvious, so I'm thinking I as well, so I'm going to go with nine because you've taken ten. <laughs> Ten and nine, all right. A lot of faith going into Dr. Dot. She's quite a brandy lady. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Naomi of Darwin, are you there, my dear? I am. How are you? You all right? Yes, I am. You've been to doctors recently? 
No. <laughs> good, good. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, your guess, my love? Uh, six. Six? Okay, yeah. right, okay. Stay there, we'll find out if you're the winner of the All Right Cockin' T-shirt. We should also have Justin from Blackburn. Hi, good morning, Adam. There you go, mate. How are you, pal? You all right? Um, not so bad, thank you. Not so, so bad. Top so, man, you sound like a man that's been to Dots' on a regular basis. I'll keep quiet. Uh, what's your guess, mate? <laughs> Uh, I think eight. Eight? All right, OK. Eight. Good man. Good man. Right, stay there. We'll find out if you're a winner in a minute. How many out of ten did she identify? Let's find out. Telephonophobia. Well, it's got to be telephone. Well done. See, it's not that bad, <laughs> is it? It's not that bad. We're away. One out, one out of one. Genuphobia. Getting old. Oh, oh or knees, is knees? it? Well knees. Well done. I'll give you that. Well done. You, you came out. Yeah, yeah. Two there. We've got uh, logophobia. Well, logos. I've got that as fear of words. Oh, OK. Uh, cacophobia. Ooh, nuts. I've got fear of ugliness. Eleurophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know that one. That's the fear of cats I've got for that. Oh. Uh, Shionophobia, spelled C-H-I-O-N-O-phobia. No, don't know that one either. Fear of snow. You see, I'm hanging you out, Ease. Yeah, you are. Nudophobia. Being nude. <laughs> Obvious, yeah, well done. Uh, Tenophobia. Tenny-phobia. Yeah. T-E-N-I-phobia. No. Tapeworms. <laughs> As if you'd have a fear Where of Where did you get... Hey, don't you don't you knock it. I'm quite sure there's a lot of people with fear of tapeworms. <laughs> Where did you get these? You can find this type of stuff, Dr. Dawn, on the internet. No problem. <laughs> uh, op- I haven't lived. <laughs> Octophobia. Number eight. Well done. I, I didn't even get that. I, I was going down <laughs> the eight, but the actual fear of the number eight. Final one for you. Franco- mm. Francophobia. Being honest. <laughs> I like what you've done there. <laughs> I like what you've done. I, yeah, I, w- I would love to give you the point, but it's actually a fear of France. I'm sure we could have a half a point for that one, Adam. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it, yeah. You're well done. You've scored three and a half. <laughs> I apologise. She's, she's scored four and a half. She's scored four because Frank, she was nowhere near. All right, four then. <laughs> I'm not half a point off. Is what so, so, so we learned on uh, Tuesday that you couldn't spell yeah. and today that you can't count. Yeah. I think she got words, knees, nudity and the number eight in that, didn't she? I'm doing well here, aren't I? <laughs> anyway, yes, uh, she did score a whopping four, which means Naomi... You were closest with... Yes, yes, well done. <laughs> At least you know the rules of the game. Well done, my love. Uh, you do win with your guess of six. You are the closest. Stay there. We'll sort you out with your T-shirt. All right, love? Thank you. Top stuff. Also, on the phones, is it Aileen or Aileen? A-Y-L-E-E-N. There's a spelling for you. Double uh, O five is your last three digits on your telephone number there. You actually will bang on with a guess of four. Well done. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. UK, the Adam at Breakfast podcast. Got a phone call yesterday from a radio boss, not one of our radio bosses, another radio boss. Got a bit excited for AA. They've heard the news. Here's my big shot. <laughs> no such luck, right? They were phoning me up for the opinion on somebody else who's applied for a job at their particular place. Now, um, this is my question for you today. If somebody phones you up for a reference, right? Yeah. On somebody that either you don't rate or you don't like... What do you say? <laughs> right. Ah, right, now. Let's hope everyone in this building's applying for other jobs, otherwise they're going to know who... Is it from here? Uh, no, it's not from here. All oh, right. What you just said then, though, was two very different things. Go on. You said, don't rate or don't like. Well, like, answer either or, go on. Well, if you don't rate them, you've, you've got to be honest. If it's just because you don't like them, Yeah, but you could be, them, you could be you playing with somebody's career there, couldn't you? You could be playing with somebody's but career. But then you're just being honest about what you think about their ability. Whereas if you don't like them, just because it's you being spiteful, you can't do that. 
There's, there's three connotations there, then, isn't there? If you, if, if you rate them, but you don't like them, yeah. do you tell them that they're bad? If you like them yeah. and you don't rate them, do you tell them that they're good because you like them? Yeah. The only way it's good is if you like them and you rate them, really, mm. then it's the most honest one. No, I think you've got to be honest about their ability, whether you like the person or not. Right. Well, if, if you're a proper boss, yeah, and it's a written reference, you know, there's there's, there's legal things that you have to do yeah. and ways about it. Oh, but you're not a boss. Well, so I, why I, is somebody I, asking you for a reference? Well, uh, so why no, is anybody asking you for a reference? I was surprised as well. However, my <laughs> professional opinion is appreciated. It seems. So I was th- I was in a right pickle of a situation, and I danced round it for ages, and I hope mm. that I have painted an okay picture of this particular person but because I danced round it I'm kind of worried now that I've actually done can, it in a really bad way can I ask no so, you can't ask who it is <laughs> no 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 I won't ask that can I ask so you don't like the person then was this the problem uh, I think they're alright yeah, I don't really know them as a person <laughs> oh, person I think they're alright they're nice people but, right, but you don't really rate but, them but, that but professionally the no 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 not for this particular role I didn't think that they'd be able to cut it right so well, that, that's fair enough. Then if you said that, they're asking for your. I didn't opinion. say that. I danced. I was, oh yeah, they'd be great. They'd be, <laughs> no, you didn't. Did fun. you? Yeah, oh. I, I, I had to. What do you do? It's someone's life, isn't it? And we're in difficult recession times, so I just told a fib a bit. I think Michelle's right. You are, you have got to be honest because yeah. I've had it before where people have asked me and, and like you say, maybe I like them. Is that why I, I never get another them. job? Is or, that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, with you, right, I normally say like he's, he's all right. He's fairly talented, but he's a nightmare to work with. So if, you're, if, if you're willing to put in the hours, you might get something decent out of him. But put him on his own, and he'll just fall. That's what I normally say. I'm sure there'll be, there'll be people that have been in this particular p- position, you know, where you've been asked an opinion on a work colleague, maybe going for a promotion, or maybe somebody, your mate, coming for a job, or maybe somebody that you don't like coming for a job. And have you put the boot in? Have you said the truth? Have you lied a little bit? Have you stayed away from it? Have you kept out of it? Best things to do to try and keep out of it. I've nothing to do with it. But if you're on the phone and somebody's chatting to you about it, you've got to really answer the question, don't yep. you? Because silence speaks volumes. <laughs> Some people are going to some great lengths to make sure that people do not get uh, jobs at their particular workplace. Not giving them glowing references. I'm going to hide this person's identity. We're going to call him Herbert <laughs> for the duration of the call. All right? Go on, Herbert. What's your story? About this job thing. Yeah, go on. My boss and I used to go to school together, and he goes out with someone who you also used to go to school. He's married to her now. Right. And this guy come for an interview who was also in our year at school and he'd not seen him for ages, our boss, and he asked me what he was like and I told him he slept with his wife. Had he or he just made that up? Had he, yeah. He'd never slept with her at all, but I didn't like the guy and I didn't want him to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> That's taking it a bit far, isn't it? <laughs> he didn't get the job either. <laughs> and best thing, best thing is, my boss doesn't know that I've slept with his wife. <laughs> He does now! He does now, sunshine! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. The best bits from this week's award winning Adam at Breakfast. Now, on a regular basis, Rossi and Michelle do give me quite a lot of abuse uh, for being illiterate. I, I am. All right, my spelling is atrocious. For a man that got an A in his GCSE English, it's it's purely, it, it's really really bad. Obviously, it was for my storytelling rather than misspelling. People overlooked this. <laughs> they overlooked it when they were doing it. 
Um, so yesterday, I thought I would I would try and lay my demons to rest. I got Rossi uh, to record ten words on a CD, and I sat in a room with fifteen seconds to spell each word out loud, like they're doing those American spelling bees and all that. All right. I had an independent educator in the room with me, all right, to press the correct and incorrect buttons accordingly. And what I want to know today is how many of those ten words did I spell correctly? Can I point out they are very difficult words? Do you know what's interesting as well? In that opening sentence before, you used two of the words that were in there yesterday, so already I've expanded your vocabulary. There you go. Ah, hey, see, hey. Should Look be a teacher, me. Yeah, he said that. You learn something every single day. There you go. Michelle, what do you reckon? Out of ten, how many did I get? Six. That's a bit These are hard words. Yeah. Oh. oh no, stop, you're not. First guess only. Six. I'm having that. That's good. Well, it's only just <laughs> over half, though, isn't it? That's all right. 60% is good for me. Right. Rossi? Well, I, I think you'd do well to get two of my <laughs> words. Two. I'm he knows what four. words they were. Two. Right. He doesn't know how I've done it. He knows the words, you see. And they are difficult words. Let's go to the phones and find out what people are saying this morning. Catherine, are you there, my love? I am, yes. Now, come on. All right. Show me some support. How many of these ten words did I get? No, you got eight. Oh, wow. that's all he likes. I've never got 80% on a test, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. Stay there. Yeah. We'll find out if you're a winner in a minute. Mel from Leyland, are you there? Yeah. Are you, love? I'm all right, thank you. Come on, what do you reckon? Seven. 70? This is good. A lot of people with a lot of faith oh, this morning. I now. think me or you might be winning a T-shirt, Michelle. <laughs> I like this. Well done, Mel. Thank you very much. There, there. We'll find out if you're a winner in a minute. So shall we have, shall we have a look? Shall we have a look at the, uh, the spelling Come test? Come on, then. 15 yeah. seconds per word. All right. 10 words. How many did I get out of 10? Here we go. Word number one, illiterate. As in, this test is about to determine whether or not you are illiterate. I... Double L I T E R A T E. Come on! Get in there. At least it's not a zero. <laughs> Word number two is receding. As in, oh dear, Adam, your hairline really is receding rather badly. I knew he'd do something like this. Um, R E C double E D I N G. <laughs> Word number three, halitosis. As in, has somebody dropped one, or is that Adam's halitosis I can smell? Jeez, man. Who would use this on a day-to-day basis? Halitosis. H-H-A-L-A-T-O-S-I-S. <laughs> Word number four, atrocious. As in, seriously, Adam, is that your breath? The smell is atrocious. God. Uh... Is it two or is it one T? A T R O C I O U S. Word number five, ambidextrous. As in, Adam can do it equally well with either hand. He's ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Oh, God. A M B I D E. X, R, U, S. No. <laughs> Word number six. <sighs> unnecessary. As in, we know you're ambidextrous. The demonstration was unnecessary. Now wash your hands. Oh, my word. <sighs> U-N-E-C-E-S-S-E-S-S-A-R-Y. <laughs> Word number seven. <laughs> misspelled. As in... Wouldn't it be ironic if I misspelled this word? Oh, God. 
Is it one S or is it two S? M I double S P E double L E D. Yes! This is the target I set myself. Three. Word number eight. <laughs> definitely. As in, you're definitely going to get this one wrong. God. It's the ending. Oh. D E F I N A T E L Y. It's wrong, that. I know it is. Ah! Word number nine. Embarrassing. As in, I can't predict your score with 100% certainty, but I'm guessing by now it's fairly embarrassing. Oh, man. How many doubles are in this? Right. E M B A double R A double S I N G. Yes! I beat the score that I thought I'd get. Four. Word number 10. Onomatopoeia. You As in, hit. how the hell do you spell onomatopoeia? Um, O N O M A T O P E A. Well, I did better than I thought I'd do. I scored four. Did you see the delight in my voice when I got four? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I said you'd do two, and I genuinely thought. They were all hard words. Four's not a bad score. We've got a bit of a split decision here. You went six, you went two. Oh, yeah, we drew. Oh, the answer wow. was four. Uh, so I'll award you both a T-shirt, and you're giving yours to Catherine. You won yourself a T-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Well done. Stay there. We'll take your details, Catherine. And Mel, you've got a T-shirt as well, because uh, Michelle's going to give you a T-shirt. All right? Thank you. There you go. That's how Thank we roll. You. That's how we roll on this show. There you go. My spelling test. 40%. That's about average for me. Yeah, that's about normal. 40%. All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast.